Well, they are talking, but we understand that progress is slow in, in those negotiations. Hard to tell how they're going to find a way to meet in the middle. Sean Fain, the UAW president, has been uh, giving interviews essentially saying that he's not really willing to budge from his positions. The car makers have uh, sweetened the pot a little bit, but they're not necessarily willing to give on important issues to the union like pay and cost of living benefits and particularly uh, defined benefit pensions. So here we stand. Jeff, let me ask you this. When we talk about EVs on the horizon, from your point of view, and you're an auto industry expert, do the EVs and coming on, and from what I read, there won't be as much needed than the workforce, does that strengthen the position of the big three a little bit in this or not? It is a definite issue, and it's lurking behind the scenes in a number of ways. First, you've got battery plants, which, uh, you know, there's a, a big one. One of the first ones is in your area, not far from Lordstown, Ohio. UAW would like to see people who work at battery plants make the same as those who work at assembly plants. The car makers say, hey, that's a joint venture. You've got to negotiate with the joint venture, not me. So that's a sticking point. The other sticking point with EVs is cost. The cost of selling an EV, uh, the battery makes them more expensive. It's a new style of manufacturing for the Detroit 3 manufacturers, so it's more costly for them. Where on the other end, you have Tesla, which has now established itself as a very good manufacturer of EVs, and they're cutting prices. So car makers are saying, if we give you a big raise, we're not going to be able to to match a company like Tesla in the marketplace, and we're not going to be able to make money on EVs, and EVs is where the industry is going. Well, this is Jeff Gilbert, U.S. Autos industry expert, and it looks like, Sean Fain, I don't want to say necessarily back pay, but in listening to a lot of his words, he has basically been saying, hey, the big three have been making all of this money for years. We want some of that money forecasting and look ahead what might be happening with these EVs. Talk about where the union is. Yeah, we're where the union is, and, and they do have a point. The car makers have been making a lot of money. They did ask for concessions back 10, 15 years ago when we were going through the Great Recession, and the union did give them concessions. But uh, on the other end, the car makers are saying we've got all of these big expenses on the horizon, and, uh, you know, we have to make money to make investments to survive. And, yeah, we're willing to give you more than we give you now, but if we gave you what you were asking for, it's going to put us in serious financial difficulty. Jeff, where we are right now, is this affecting the consumer and product availability at this point, or maybe how far down the road before it does? Well, certain certain vehicles, if if you take a look at them, will will have have less availability than others if you look at the three plants that were struck. The GM plant in Winsville, Missouri, it makes mid-sized pickups. Those are in very tight supply. So even losing a day's production of those vehicles is going to have an impact. Jeep plant in Toledo, there's a pretty good supply of Wranglers, a very good supply of the Gladiator made there. It's not having much of an impact yet. The Ford plant uh, here in Michigan, which makes the Ranger, 
it's in launch mode, so that's going to slow down the launch of a new Ranger, and it also makes the Bronco, and the Bronco has been in tight supply. So that's where the impact is right now. Well, this is U.S. auto industry expert Jeff Gilbert here on WAKR. Now, Jeff, through your contacts and your history in regards to this, is there a happy medium that can come about with this right now? There has to be. I can't tell you where it is or how it's going to be found, but there has to be. At this particular point, it seems the UAW is holding fast to its call for a 40% pay hike and call for a bring back of all of these benefits. But at some point, they're going to have to budge, and the car makers are going to have to budge, and they're going to have to find somewhere to meet in the middle. Perhaps, you know, these officials from the Biden administration who are coming in can, can help facilitate some sort of agreement. But somewhere they've got to find middle ground, but they haven't found it yet. Jeff, speaking of dollars and cents in 2023, car expenses, and I was reading that the cars, the average price of a vehicle has never been higher than it is in 2023. And with that being said, if those figures are correct, how has auto, how has the auto industry fared in 23? How have sales been? Uh, Sales have been strong, not as strong as they were before the pandemic, but very strong. I mean, if you want to look at numbers, we're selling over, expected to sell over 15 million vehicles this year. The peak year was 17 million, but those 17 million sales of those years were helped by a lot of incentives. So the car makers have not had to incentivize vehicles as much this year. So that 15 million may actually be a healthier market for them because they're selling the vehicles without having to put a lot of deals on the hood. Of course, that's kind of tough for consumers because consumers like deals and many people depend on having a good deal to buy a vehicle and they haven't really been there. Jeff, thank you for the insight, my friend, staying on top of the story. Uh, if you don't mind, we'll stay in contact with you. This is big for, for everyone, not only involved, but certainly the country. Thanks for the update with us, my friend. Thank you.